It's time to say goodbye to the blur and hello to clear vision. Ficta and Linelmer are the first in Western New York to bring you Zeiss Smile technology. Along with our highly experienced surgeons, we promise an effortless journey to better vision. Gone are the days of fumbling for glasses or struggling with contact lenses. Embrace the freedom of superb sight because we believe you deserve the world in HD. Visit us online at Ficta.com and schedule a consultation. Ficta and Linelmer, we are focused on you. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. I put in extra work that just can't be found. I took the sword out the stone, wasn't a thing. Look me in my eyes, cause I'm a king. Look me in my eyes, cause I'm a king. God made me punch in accurate numbers. My castle won't crumble. What I tackle will fumble. I've been a leader when they ain't see it, but now my feet is up. According to me, royalty didn't end with King Tut. Crown on my head, clouds is at my legs. Big says sky is the limit. I look down on the ledge. I push the bar like I'm opening the cell. Hands in my cookie jar, you won't come out with a single nail. I need all of mine. The weight of my shoulders won't fit on a scale. What's a king to a giant? Well, Goliath fell. Even if we playing chess, dog, this king can't be checked. I make all my moves on the board. I invented my step. Uh-huh. I'm a king, the blood of a ruler. I feel like Mansa Musa. Make your squad disappear like landing by the Bermuda. Triangle, look at it from my angle. I'm a king, the closest thing to being one of God's angels. Yeah. I'm a king. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. I put in extra work that just can't be found. I took the sword out the stone, wasn't a thing. Look me in my eyes cause I'm a king Look me in my eyes cause I'm a king Good morning, good afternoon, good evening and good night This is the Code of Conduct King Podcast I am your host, Jay Spencer And I am back after a big dub I miss doing the show on Mondays because Victory Monday is always so much more exciting to, to yell out big dubs everywhere I go But Listen, the Buffalo Bills are one and one now, and it seems like everything is right in Western New York. It seems like all is right uh, when you are talking about one Bills drive. What a difference one week one week makes, right? Last week after losing to the New York Jets, um, it was very disappointing for most Bills fans. I was one of those. I am one of those Bills fans. Let me say this. I still feel like it's egregious to lose a game that Aaron Rodgers was supposed to be the starting quarterback and you end up having to face Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson is not a game changer. We're not about to go back and talk about it anymore. We lost. It is what it is. The Jets lost. They got slapped, like completely slapped by the Cowboys. We can talk about that in a bit, but I'm excited because the Buffalo Bills destroyed. And I'm saying this with all due respect because I got a lot of Raiders fans who I love. You know, I mean, I got family who I love who are Raiders fans. I got friends who are Raiders fans. And look, the Raiders are going to be okay. Are they going to be a world changing team? No, I don't think anybody had that expectation. But I think coming into this game, there were some concerns, at least for me. As a Bills fan, the week prior, when you see a guy come back from an ACL injury, And in his first NFL action, like his first real action, he comes out and he looks like he looked like he wasn't injured at all. Like he he dominated. And I know a lot of Bills fans would like to say, well, if you take out those two runs, it really wasn't a great game for him. The problem is you can't take him out. (laughs) You know, at the end of the year or next year, five years from now, when you go back and you look at the seasons, um, 
just you look at them at whole in in their totality. You're not going to go back and say, oh, man, week one there. I remember back in 2023, week one. Bryce, he only had the two big runs. The rest of the game, he wasn't doing well. No one's going to say that. <laughs> so that's why I don't I don't really try. Um, I don't go with that type of debate. I don't go with that type of argument. Now, for those of you who do, by all means, that's all good. But I just understand that in the grand scheme of things, at the end of the year, we're going to talk about this run defense in a certain way. And I would much rather talk about our run defense the way they were this Sunday as opposed to the way they were two weeks ago, whether it was on two carries or on 15. I don't want to give up 100 yards to a single running back. <laughs> That's just something that I don't want to do. And I'm going to tell you something. The run defense was tremendous. The run defense showed up. And not only did they show up, they were stifling. They made it a point to make sure that the league leader in yards from last season could not come into Buffalo or come into Orchard Park and run away with things like we've seen. That's something. That's something that I think we have to, um, we have to credit Sean McDermott and his staff for. Last week, I was very, very, very critical of Sean McDermott. And I think a lot of people were. Um, it, you know, when, when you come out looking like that, the team looks flat. The team doesn't look prepared. And most of it fell on the shoulders of Josh Allen. But if your star player isn't prepared, you definitely, the team isn't prepared. So I'm looking at this like, look, for him to come back a week later and completely, it looked like a completely, like a new defense. I can't wait to see Von Miller. Can I just, can I just say that? With everything that we saw out of this defensive line, I can't wait to see Von Miller. Because if the Buffalo Bills are going to play like this against offenses that can move the ball, they can run the ball, they have Devontae Adams and they can throw the ball, I can't wait to see what we're going to look like with my guy Von there. And Groot, okay, did he shut me up or what? Last week on the Code of Conduct, I came on here. Now, obviously, it was immediately following the game, and I was super uh, emotional. But you look at the stats, you look, and then obviously, like I said, being at the game, a lot of people were telling me, I think Groot played well. And I was there. I just don't think that he did. I think for a first-round draft pick, one tackle wasn't enough. He did some good things where he, he helped contain, but I didn't think it was enough. This week, he shut me completely up, and I have nothing I have absolutely nothing to say about Groot in a negative manner. He was big time. He's big time. Tell you those who showed up for me, Ed Oliver. So again, we're talking about we're talking about the good and the bad from this game. There's not a lot of bad. You know what? Let let me let me talk about the bad. Let me talk about the bad. The only bad that I see or that I saw. To me, it was the opening drive, and then even that second drive, I feel um, the Buffalo Bills never seem to do well against scripted drives. You know, that first drive is always kind of scripted. Other teams come in, and the Bills script their first drives as well. So we understand. You go into these games, and you have a full expectation on how you expect things to go. It was embarrassing, that first drive. It almost looked like we wouldn't be able to stop the Raiders for the entire game. Now, luckily, that wasn't the case. It was just the, the opening drive. 
But one of the things that I would like to see from the Buffalo Bills going forward, if I'm going to nitpick on anything about this game, if I'm going to be negative and nitpick on anything about this game, the thing that I would nitpick on, I will say I very much would have liked for us to be the dominating score first and then really stifle you, like make, make you abandon that run game early. Now, again, the run defense was tremendous, so we didn't even make have to make them abandon it. But that's my only complaint. Is that open and drive? They just they just look too good. Oh, and then also Sean McDermott, he learned quickly, though. He had Teron Johnson lining up on Devontae Adam. I just don't think that's, a, that's not a good idea in any way. Any way, shape, or form do I want Teron Johnson covering a top two, top three wide receiver in the NFL? And that's exactly who Devontae Adams is. But outside of that, I honest to God, I don't have anything to complain about. So let's let's keep it going. Another person that I've been super critical on, another person that I've been uh, like really hard on over the last couple of years. Listen, Gabe Davis showed up big time and it's not because he had 92 yards. It's not because he had a touchdown. Josh Allen had a perfect passer rating when targeting Gabe Davis. Now, what does that mean, Spence? What does that mean to you? To me, what that means is. Gabe Davis was catching everything thrown his way. There were no drops. There were no horrible moments of, of, of judgment where uh, he did something. None of that. Gabe Davis played a tremendous game, and he showed up big time for Josh Allen. If we get this – now, we don't have to get 92 yards and a touchdown every game. But if you get – a Gabe Davis that's this involved in the offense, that's not dropping passes, that's doing everything that a wide receiver two is supposed to do. This offense will be scarier than anything we've seen with Cole Beasley, with, with Smoke Brown. This offense, if Gabe Davis can play the way he did Sunday, this will be the scariest offense that the Buffalo Bills have put out with Josh Allen. Spence, how can you say that, man? How can you say that? i tell you how. Because if you're paying attention to Dalton Kincaid, you know, just like I know, that he's a ticking time bomb ready to go off. Like this dude, he runs so smoothly. It's almost beautiful to watch. It's like, you know, his routes, when he, the way he runs, and he gets open. He creates separation. When the ball is thrown his way, it almost seems like the ball just falls into a pillow. He catches the ball so, so softly. Like it, it's... It's incredible to watch. I love Dalton Kincaid. And I'm telling you, when Josh figures out that he can just be efficient like he was Sunday and do the, if he does this every week, the problem will be for other teams that they won't be able to stop him. <laughs> we say that in other ways and for other games in other seasons and stuff. But look. Nobody is stopping Josh at this point. If this is the if this is the output that he's doing, if he's going to be efficient and take what the defense gives him every single time. And with that being the case, that means taking shorter, sometimes shorter routes for Gabe Davis instead of stretching the field. Sometimes that means getting the ball to Kincaid when he's open, as opposed to trying to force it to Steph. I know we want Steph happy, but Steph is going to get his and he's been eating. Steph has been eating. And I love the fact that he's been eating because he's making it easier for Josh. I know all the media stuff from the summer. Y'all can forget it now. Y'all can forget it. Did y'all not see him on the sideline? 
singing to Bills fans and enjoying the moment and, and loving on Josh. He didn't have the most receiving yards. He didn't score the most touchdowns. Depending on who you ask, if you look at it a certain way, some might say he wasn't the focal point. I think he was, but I think if you really look at it, James Cook was the focal point of the offense. And can we talk about Hemi Cook, Hembo Cooks, Hem Cook, whatever you, whatever the him that you try, whatever juice you want to put on that? Can we talk about the fact that for the first time in forever, we've had a running back performance that took away so much pressure from Josh Allen from running the football? Josh had the the one dumb where you know I get it. It was his teammate from college. You got it. You got to You got to try that. I get it. But outside of that one play, there was nothing that Josh did that made me mad. He threw the ball away. But this part is about Jimmy Cook. Listen, James Cook, dude. We haven't been able to see him in a capacity for his career in college or the NFL where he's been the feature back and he's been giving the, the lion's share of carries. We got to see it. We got to see it. Now, some of those yards did come um, late in the game and, and kind of, you know, I get it. The Raiders were done. He broke off a big run to add it to his total, put him over 100 yards, 130 plus for the game. But that's the entire point. That's the entire point. At the end of the game, you want to have a running back that can run the ball when you know, when the defense knows you're going to run it, you need a running back that can still run the ball and get three yards, four yards, or break a big game to keep keep the clock going and also just keep your foot on, on the other team's neck. Keep your feet on their neck. Let, make sure that it's like, look, I know we up big, but we're not letting you try to come back and try to do nothing fancy, do nothing cute. At this point, it's over. If that is James Cook, if our offensive line looks like that, and then if Josh Allen, I, I, Bills fans, I'm excited. So I know a lot of times, you know, like in these moments, it's like, Spence, get yourself together. I'm sorry. I understand that I'm all over the place. But it's because for the first time in, in a while now, we've seen a complete game from our Buffalo Bills. The last time we saw a complete game, you know, I don't even want to say when the last time was, but just think about it. Last week we saw them against the Jets. It wasn't fun. In preseason, it wasn't like, the yeah, they ended the preseason off pretty well because they had the starters play a couple, you know, a couple series and Josh looked good in that game. But let's talk about the last time we saw them when it was actual meaningful football. Let's talk about that. At home in the playoffs. We looked horrible. They destroyed us. So I apologize if now I'm, I'm finally seeing the enthusiasm or I'm feeling the enthusiasm that I used to feel all the time. It was a rough offseason for Bills fans, whether we want to admit that or not. Not rough to the point where we think that we're not going to, um, you know, be good enough to to win. I, I still think that the Buffalo Bills understood that they were the team to beat in the division, which is why they didn't, it wasn't a major overhaul on the roster, which is why. But it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing to, to end the season that way when you were Super Bowl hopefuls, not just hopefuls, but you were Super Bowl favorites by almost everyone's account. Every national media member, every uh, FS1, 
ESPN and all of these other places. Everybody had Josh Allen as a, a MVP candidate last season. Everybody had him um, as, as the Super Bowl MVP. And they said the Buffalo Bills were going to win the Super Bowl. And I was riding that ways. We come out the week one last year and we beat the defending Super Bowl champions. So everyone's emotions, everyone's hopes were so high for the Buffalo Bills last year. And then you you end the season with a loss like that, and then you start the next season with a loss to Zach Williams. Wilson, I can't even say the man's name. To, to a loss from Zach Wilson when it was supposed to be Aaron Rodgers. It almost made me scared for week one. What would have happened if it was Aaron Rodgers as opposed to, to Zach Wilson? But now I can't wait to see them again. I can't wait to see the Jets again. I don't care. Bring them. Bring them to Buffalo. And they're talking about, um, I, I saw the report that Aaron Rodgers is trying some type of, he's always doing some type of different uh, medical and different health stuff. If that's, if that's him, cool. But he's supposed to be trying to come back super early. Super early from an ACL, no, not an ACL, a complete Achilles tear. I just don't know. Hey, football fans, the season is here. So you know that means family, football, and food. But for the NFL's best fan base, it can't be just any food. Bill's Mafia only eats the best during the season. And the best is Picasso's Pizza. With four great locations in Western New York, it's so easy to treat yourself to the most flavorful pizza on game day. Picasso's. We are Buffalo Pizza. Shipping local and nationwide. Order online at picassospizza.net. Now, next week, next week, we have Washington. And one of the things that I enjoy about this team is, uh, first, obviously, I'm rooting for Eric Bieniemy. And I think a lot of people who love football, um, and, and this is, I want to I want to preface this by saying this is not a racial conversation. I'm not bringing race into this. This is not because he's a black coordinator that hasn't had an opportunity. We know that conversation. We've had it on Code of Conduct. We've had it on Hump Day. We've had it with Bruce. And I've had that conversation several times. That's not this. But Eric Bieniemy is a very good leader. He's a good man. People want to bring up his past off-field issues when it's talking about coaching or they want to talk about all these other things. Eric Bieniemy is a leader of men, and he's a he's a heck of a He's a heck of a football mind. And what we're seeing in Washington, I think, is incredible. I don't think that they've they've so so far shown up to be one of those things where you're going to think like, oh, my God, Sam Howell is going to end up looking like he's going to be Patrick Mahomes. But I think Eric Bieniemy has figured out a way to allow his offense to be productive without being uh, extremely so it's one of the things about Brian Dayball that we loved in Buffalo. Like when there was an area of concern, he ended up making it a strength. And that's what Eric Bieniemy does. And so for them to be coming into this game after beating the Broncos, scoring 35 points. They're not, they, they weren't an offense that we're going to look at and say, oh, that's a high powered, potent offense that's going to destroy us. I still don't think that. I think the Buffalo Bills are going to handle business and I think they're going to handle business properly. But you have to shake you, you you have to you know you have to give credit where credit is due. And what Eric Bienemy is doing now, if 
if this can be consistent from that team offensively, I, I, I find it hard to keep him away from a head coaching job. If this offense continues to improve and they look good, it's going to be difficult, very difficult to keep him from a head coaching job. Now, this week, what I'm looking at, I'm looking at my man, Trey, my man, Trey White. Tredavious White, um, obviously, last season he came back and he wasn't 100%, but he came back and he played. And we all was like, man, train, train, train. This season, I think he's played well. But I want to see him and Terry McLaurin. I want to see this battle. I want to see how he looks against this number one. I think he had a good game against Adams when he was matched up against him. But I think the Raiders knew what they were doing when they matched Adams up against you know, Teron Johnson, or they, they moved him around a bit. So Trey wasn't, wasn't there, but I want to see Trey and Terry. I want to see this battle. And then I want to see this defensive run attack or our, our defensive line in the run game again with Brian Robinson. Brian Robinson has had uh, quietly, Brian Robinson has had a pretty decent <laughs> beginning to his season. This last game, he had 18 carries for 87 yards and two touchdowns. If you had him on your fantasy team, you're very happy. <laughs> I have him, but he was on my bench. Typical, right? And that was a league I lost, but like three points. Trash. But I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to this game. It's going to be a lot of fun. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge... That takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. I want to take a minute to shout out everybody that came out to resurgence last Saturday. It was the time. It, I mean, like it was just, it was a great time. It was a time of my life, man. Joe, Sarah, Mafia Cass, uh, Jeremiah Poyer, Sterling. Um, I'm missing somebody. I already know it and I'm sorry, but uh, the, the live pod, the mega pod was amazing. I saw my girl Tia Stell and uh, I saw, there were so many people I saw and it just, it just made my heart, um, made my heart happy that so many people came out to support. I saw some, some old friends and, and family I hadn't seen in years. So I just want to thank everybody for the support friends of Buffalo uh, fans of friends. Of, well, they are friends of Buffalo. fans of Buffalo. Uh, they want to thank you all as well. We had a great time. Uh, Ficto Endo and Elmer. Eye care. We are focused on you. Hey, go over to Ficto.com and sign up uh, for a free self-evaluation and, and, and get a consultation. See if you can see things clearly like me. I'm telling you, that to watch that game with clear vision this past Sunday, it was a treat. So if you're seeing blurry, I'm telling you, go to Fictor.com and get that cleared up. 
But that's going to be all for me today. Uh, like I said, it was a quick show. I just wanted to jump on, give my thoughts. I didn't get a chance to speak. My voice is still kind of gone. It's coming back. So there's uh, there's some hope there for me. I'm feeling a lot better there. So hopefully uh, this Wednesday, you, you check me out for uh, taking the points with my guy Chris and Stats. Uh, presented by DraftKings is going to be another good show. We got a good Thursday night game coming up. If you're trying to make some extra coins, make some bucks, come on and listen to us. I think both of us actually have hit so far this season. Uh, so I'm going to be giving you some good advice. And uh, everybody, y'all know how we do it over here with Buffalo Rumblings. Y'all love each other, take care of each other, and live in peace. And as always, stay positive. Test negative. Go Bills. Code of conduct.